Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Uh, yeah, it's uh, David Brown starts it off, says this is getting frustrating. It certainly is. Um, I was happy with the way they kept playing in this one. It just seemed like I, I can't even say they played poorly. I don't I don't know how to I, I got to watch this game again. I really do. Um you know, sometimes the other team makes plays, and that happened a lot tonight. Flyers definitely made it exciting, made it interesting. The frustrating part to me is the end. Uh, they hand you. The, the Vegas Golden Knights hand the Flyers an opportunity to win this game, uh, clearing the puck over the glass, making it a five-on-three. Flyers pull the goalie, get a six-on-three, um, and can't make anything of it. That's what that's what's frustrating to me. Um, if they didn't have that chance, I'd be less upset. Uh, it's, it just is what it is right now. This team needs to figure it out on the road. Um, I, I, I got to watch that game again. I just don't. There were some sloppy plays, you know, that led to that led to some scoring chances for Vegas and everything. But it was seemed like a pretty even game, even when uh, even when Vegas, uh, you know, was scoring their goals. Obviously, momentum's going to go back and forth at different points and everything, but. At no point was I like the Flyers suck right now. Uh, it, it just kind of there were the, obviously the two minute stretch where they gave up three goals, whatever it was, two minutes and forty three seconds. But and you can't do that. Like that is sucking, obviously. But for you know to play pretty even for fifty seven minutes um, and to have to claw back the way they did, I, I just don't get what's going on with this team on the road right now. I would love for someone to ask, you know, obviously it comes down at the end of the day to uh, to the players just going out and getting the job done. But I would like to hear from Elaine Vigneault about, I don't know, can he change up, uh, can he change up their routine on the road? Is there something he's doing that he thinks, you know, obviously if he thought he could change something and it would affect the outcome of games, he probably would. You know, he's the coach. He wants to win. Just, I would love to get his thoughts on the difference between what they do at home and what they do on the road. Obviously, you can play matchups a little more at home. And as we saw tonight, uh, especially in that third period, my God, every time Couturier, Giroux, and uh, and Voracek got on the ice, it's tilted in the offensive zone. And basically every other line was fighting not to get hemmed into their own. So you can play, uh, I guess you can play the matchup game a little bit better at, at home. but. I would love to know the coach's thoughts on it uh, because it's not just the goaltending. It's not just any one thing. They just can't seem to – at least they scored tonight. Like, you know, they had four goals. They created some opportunities. It's not one of these, well, you know, they lost two to one. You're not going to win scoring one goal. It wasn't one of those. Um, I just sucks because now they, this, is, this is a really tough road trip, and they still have some games left, some tough games left on this trip before they come home. Um, on Saturday, they have to go to Arizona. And then they have Sunday and Monday off before they have to go to Carolina. That's two good teams. Um, you know, they've beaten Carolina a couple times here, but they've lost to Arizona. Arizona is good. So we'll see how this goes out. But, hey, if you're looking for somewhere to watch that Saturday game, it's an 8 p.m. puck drop in Arizona. Best place to watch it, as far as I'm concerned, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern right there in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It is my favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore. It's really my favorite bar anywhere to watch a Flyers game. 
the owner, Timmy Fitzpatrick, it all starts with him. He's always at the bar making sure that food is hot and that beer is cold. And he's a huge hockey fan. And really, what can you ask for more than that? You're going somewhere. You want to make sure the game is on. You want to make sure you're going to be watching it with other hockey fans. You absolutely will at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Now that we have that out of the way, let's go to your comments. Let's see what you have to say about this one. Don't know. Uh, don't even know what to take away from this one. Yeah, I agree, Zach. I need to, I'm going to sit down and watch the game again tomorrow when I get some time. I don't. Obviously, you know, you can't give up five goals. You can't give up four goals in the first period. That's bad. You definitely can't do it two games in a row. Vegas is very good. They're missing Marcia so, so I thought maybe they'd get a little bit of a break there, but uh was not to be. Um, you know, they still end up scoring five. So just a tough one. Tough loss. Six on three. Uh yeah, that to me is the that's the issue. That's that's my issue with this game is I would be less mad if they didn't have that opportunity at the end. Uh, if it was just like, all right, well, Vegas is good. This is a tough road trip. We're just going to have to survive and figure it out uh, when the home games start back up. But you have the opportunity to, to, to get a point out of this one. When you give up four goals in the first period, you really don't get that opportunity all that often. It would have been nice to see if they could come away with this one. How about Lawton in the penalty shot? Uh, wide, wide open five hole, and he aimed it at the pads. Well, he didn't aim it at the pads. He made a move, and the goalie took it away. I mean, he wasn't aiming at the pads. That's not what happened. Uh, Should have tied the game six on. Yeah, that's just uh, lost a lot of battles in the defensive end. They did. They seemed have a lot of um, a lot of stymied breakout attempts. Just. Uh, Yeah, it did a couple of bad bounces, I noticed, but a lot of just uh, bad, um, a lot of bad attempts at breaking the puck out, uh, losing battles, like you said, just spent too, when they were in the defensive zone, and and it was a pretty even game, I thought, but when they're in the defensive zone, they didn't make enough plays, absolutely. Defensively horrible in the first. Yeah, this team has played some great team defense uh, up until... Up until this road trip recently, so I'd like to see um, how they respond in the next couple of games. Would love to see what uh, Vigneault has to say about that. Um, it's their all, and they they made a note of it on the broadcast. Like all of a sudden, the power play is scoring a little, and the penalty kill has given up a bunch of goals the last couple nights. So we'll see how they try to fix this. How they get their how they seem to uh, fix their special teams. Uh, really, one thing I'll say, I love the second Couturier goal. Um, Giroux takes it. He's on the left half wall, which is good. And he just takes it a little low and lets Couturier pop out. And Couturier shovels one right uh, right into the corner. So I thought that was a great play. It's, you know, worked for worked for Hartnell a bunch of times, worked for Shen a bunch of times, worked for Couturier a bunch of times the last couple of years. So that is a staple of their power play. It's good to see that play uh, working out for them again. I, I would like to see them run a few more things off of that. Um, you know, once teams start to recognize it, then you can find guys on the back door. You can do that off the boards pass uh, there to, to get the, uh, to get, excuse me, to get, um, you know, backhand goals off the boards like that. So uh, that's one good thing I saw tonight was that play working because that that's – it's one of the reasons Giroux on the left boards is necessary, and it's just one of the staples of the power play. So I did like that a lot. Uh, why can the Flyers never seem to capitalize on – I mean, I don't know. 
I'm more upset because the Kings and San Jose games. Oh no, that's this is a cumulative thing. If they don't lose to two, to a couple of teams that they're better than, this one you can chalk up as like Vegas is awesome, and you know we all know what that home ice advantage is out there in Vegas. I don't think they've been quite as good at home this year, but overall, it's you know we know what it's been out there for them. Why is Lawton the only flyer who gets penalty shots? I, does Vigneault he, know he starts the game with a timeout and it isn't given to them in the last five minutes? I, you know, I, it was very useful today. I mean, they re, it was perfectly timed, the timeout today. It was, that's exactly what you save it for. You don't want to use your timeout early. You don't. It's, it's you know, obviously some, sometimes circumstances dictate it. I think overall, because of a couple of crazy fucking things we saw happen during the Laviolette tenure, we overrate the timeout. I'd rather have it for the end of the game. I think it's more necessary when your players are actually tired and need a break. Sure, do you need a reset every now and then? You do. But they scored the first goal of the game tonight. I'm not trying to use my first period, my timeout in the first period if I can help it at all. Barobiev trash as usual. I don't know the thinking of keeping him in the lineup. I know they need centers, etc., the, the fact that Frost is down and Vorobiev is still here and NAK comes out of the lineup for Chris Stewart, a lot of interesting mixing and matching. They have to figure something out with the bottom six. That's, uh, that is pretty apparent. It, you know, obviously, circumstances out of their control, Oscar Lindblom, Nolan Patrick, but uh, they got to get something going here. They do not – the depth we, we had, the, even without Nolan Patrick, the depth we had – early in the season, is starting to become depleted. They need to figure some things out here at that bottom six. I do believe that is part of the road struggles lately, is they're just not as deep as they were. And when you can't play matchups like you can at home, I think you lose uh, you, you know, you know, lose a lot. TK's goal was really sweet, though. That was sick. I freaking love watching that guy play hockey. Uh, the five hole was open because Lawton committed to the move. Like, that's... Uh, and it's Scott Lawton. Like, the dude's a fourth liner. What, what do you want? Like, most guys don't score on penalty shots. Odd man rushes against the Flyers as the norm seems every year. Not physical enough defensively. Can't execute a power play, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, power play is at like 30% the last few games. Power play is not the problem overall right now. Um, not physical enough defensively. I don't know about that. I just think, I, I mean, they're a pretty physical team. They win a lot of board battles. They just didn't tonight. I mean, overall, they're, they're still, you know, got a good record. Let's not get too crazy about this bad road trip. They need to figure out what's wrong with their team on the road. It is an issue, but they're still, like, way ahead of the points pace they were on last year. Uh, they put Stewart in the lineup to be physical, didn't see him in the third. Did he even have a hit? I mean, I don't want Stewart on the ice at all. The fact that he's in the lineup is ASNI. It's fucking stupid. That's, I, love, I love what Elaine Vigneault has done uh, for the most part this year. Big fan of the hiring. I, I think it's working out very well. A um, lot more accountability on this team than there's been. A lot more team unity chemistry uh, than there's been. But shit, man, I don't understand playing Chris Stewart. NAK has been your physical force for this team, and he can actually get up and down the ice. So, like, it, it's useless having Chris Stewart in there to be physical if he's three steps behind ever. I don't understand it a little bit. Hart had nothing to do with it tonight. Like, what do you want from them? They, they sucked. This one wouldn't bother me if they hadn't lost to uh, to L.A. Yeah, no, it's it's those two, it's those games, and especially the way they lost to L.A. 
uh, just inexcusable, just terrible, terrible hockey. It's it's more accumul. This my frustration tonight is more a cumulative thing than um than it is just uh, like about this individual game. Now there's things about this individual game that are frustrating, but it's really just about what they've been on the road, especially in December and now January. Do you think Fletcher is going to work the phone at some point? I mean, I'm sure he's talking. The Flyers don't have much flexibility. Uh, I mean, what, they have like 60K in cap space. They have, uh, they're just figuring out their roster again with the injuries and stuff. I guarantee you Fletcher is – he's working. I guarantee you he's not just chilling, thinking everything's cool. He has been the entire season. They just have a lot of balls up in the air right now. Hart's stats at home versus on the road are baffling. Uh, he played a couple of really bad road games that are bringing down his overall road numbers, but really it's the team's numbers on the road are baffling. Like, look at the team's record home versus road, you know? It's it's, it's just stark contrast, and therefore the goalie is going to be part of that. Not saying Hart is blameless, just saying when the team in front of him plays considerably worse, it's probable that the goalie, too, he will not look as good. Uh, I liked how Hart battled through after the first period. He really stepped up and kept them in winning position, just couldn't execute that six-on-three. Jesus. Yeah, and that's like Carter Hart killed it in the third period. He was freaking awesome in the third. Uh, the team also was playing well. I think these two things are related. Uh, you know, you can say one affects the other. Obviously, Hart makes saves, gives the team a chance, but the team in front of him gives him more. They only had how many shots? And, like, what was the uh, – I know it was after – in the first, Vegas had 18 shots, and in the last 40 minutes, they had 15. Like That has quite a bit to do with the goalie playing better. You're limiting their opportunity. Fletcher's too busy talking to his old buddy Chris Stewart to work the phone. Yeah, he didn't do anything else to improve this team. It's not like Kevin Hayes and Matt Niskanen and Justin Braun single-handedly improved this penalty kill. Like, I mean, you're really... Chris Stewart's here to be a professional best friend. That's his job. It's Elaine Vigneault's job to not put a bad player in the lineup over a better player. I'm not saying NAK should be a lineup lock. I'm not saying he's the man. He's freaking amazing. I am saying, however, that he should be in there over Chris Stewart. Uh, they just they need to figure out the bottom six. The, the That's a big issue with this team right now. Um, another big issue with this team right now is Shane Gostas-Bear. I love the guy. I, I, I'm a big Shane Gostas-Bear fan. I thought he was starting to turn a corner at different points this season. And I'm not even going to say he's not good. He's I, He is in no way a difference maker out there. It's unbelievable that a guy who uh, basically sparked a second half, you know, 2016 revival, offensive revival, uh, like he was the spark that got that team to the playoffs, along with Braden Shen being a point-of-game player from January on. But – like, he doesn't – even when he's playing poorly uh, in the past, he was at least trying to make plays and failing. He just looks like any random guy out there. Shane Gostas Bear could be anybody. And he had – I've seen him, you know, 
multiple seasons, have dynamic talent. He doesn't – he hardly flashes that talent at all anymore. It's unbelievable. Ghost to wing. Why? I, I don't know what I don't know what to do with Ghost. I, I, what 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 offensive skill has he shown that? Oh yeah, moving the offense. Like I, I, he's not the same guy. What's gonna happen with Haig and Verobia this summer? RFAs. I'm sure they get qualifying offers. They're you know pieces. Um, Vorobiev is probably an AHL or Haig as a seventh defenseman. I have no problem. I have no problem with Robert Haig as a seventh defenseman. Um, your seventh defenseman probably isn't going to be very good unless you're willing to potentially stunt a young player with potential development by sitting them in the press box regularly. Um, I don't like that. I don't think that's good. I think Robert Haig is exactly who he is going to be for the rest of his career. And if you have to plug him in for injury, he's got experience. He's uh, He's got experience on the penalty kill, a lot of minutes under his belt. You know what you're going to get out of him. You can shelter him if you have to. Um, I'm not like you all know, I'm not a Robert Haig fan. I don't think he's very good. Um, but as a seven, I have no problem with Robert Haig as a seven. <sighs> Wasn't David Kotcha playing well for us? Did we send him down? Can't imagine not having him over Stewart uh, or NAK over Stewart. Yeah, I don't get I don't get the Stewart decision. That doesn't make sense to me. Is it trade time? I mean, what? Yeah, if you want to trade Ghost, and then who's like, then you're only at five capable NHL defensemen. I, I don't know. They are in a very tough spot, uh, cap wise. I, yeah, I would love a move. You know, if there's a trade, my numbers go up. Like people, oh my god, podcast about the Flyers. Boom. Yeah, make a trade. Cool. I just don't know how they can improve this thing based on the uh, based on the financial situation they're in and the, their lack of flexibility. Vorobiev needs to get going and stay going. Hope we don't see too much more of Haig playing above Myers either. I mean, Myers is in tonight. Um, I can't, you know, they gave up five tonight, so don't be surprised to see Haig back in the lineup over somebody else. I really don't like – th- I don't like Justin Braun playing more than 15, 16 minutes – and when you're sheltering Haig, you have to play Braun more than that. So I, I, I don't like that, but it could very well happen. But yeah, Vorobiev to me is a bigger problem. Um, they just, they so badly need some centers, man. They're just really hurting at the uh, at the center ice position. I hate to even advocate it, but at a certain point, Giroux might have to go back to center. Um I, I I don't like it. I don't like Giroud center. I did think he was more effective there earlier this year than he was last season when he was just like, oof, yeah, he's a winger now. Um, but I don't, you know, they like Lawton better at wing than center, but they have him at center. They like Raffle to play some center. I don't know. I don't know. They just need, they need to get their center situation fixed. That's what the issue is. Wonder if Reeves played a factor in why Stewart played tonight. I, you know, I can't, I bet it did just because that's how hockey men think, all of them, 100% of them. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why instead, what is Chris Stewart going to do? Like, what's going to happen? What is Chris Stewart going to do that's going to, like, offset Ryan Reeves? I don't, he's not good. That's the thing is Ryan Reeves is good at what he does. Chris Stewart just has nothing else, so he'll fight. I, I I don't I, I don't get that at all.
Like NAK can run around out there with the best of them. He's physical, uses his body as a weapon. I, I don't understand the idea of Chris Stewart. Oh, we need Chris Stewart's toughness in there. I don't – it didn't make a little bit of sense to me. Bill, you just have to start franchise mode with no salary cap and trade Ghost for McDavid. Bam, problem solved. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's the other thing. Stewart, even if he fought Ryan Reeves, would get his ass kicked. Like, it's not like Chris Stewart's Frank the Animal Bylos out there. Like, he's just some guy who's not that good, so he'll fight. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, maybe they just thought... Maybe they just thought having an extra veteran in there would help with the road effort. I, you know, bring some energy. I'm just pulling grasping at straws here. I have no idea, guys. It didn't, it didn't make sense to me when I saw it on Twitter. Um, I saw Carcidi tweet it first that uh, all of a sudden Stewart was in and NAK was out. It didn't make sense to me when I saw it. And after just watching that game for 60 minutes, I, I don't, I'll never understand playing a worse player. See, that's the thing. Like, when you, uh, regardless of role or any of that, I will never understand, like, looking at just two guys, one of them is going to be in the lineup and going, I know he's better at hockey, but I'm going to go with the other one. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I know that this car has four tires, and this one has two. But something about this car with two tires... I think I'm going to go with this one. Yep. Like, I don't, it, it's, I I don't, I didn't, I'm not sure why they broke up JVR, Hayes, NAK, and Farabee, Frost, TK on three followed by Raffle Law, Pitlick. Um, yeah, I don't know. Bill, did you watch the Winter Classic? I did not. I don't even know if I turned on the television yesterday. <laughs> Braun has not been awful. That's incorrect. That's a poor opinion. Braun has been our best penalty-killing defenseman by any metric. I mean, single-handedly has made the penalty kill better. He's a, been a very good addition. Justin Braun is a good player. Now, things like having him on the ice in the final four minutes when you're down a goal make no sense, and that's a usage situation. That's not a Justin Braun issue. That is a coaching issue. That makes no sense. He is where offense goes to die. He provides very little, close to no offense. Uh, let's call it no offense. Uh, when when there's four minutes left and you're down a goal and he's on the ice, that shit makes no sense. But that's a coaching issue. And we're going to bring all this up on the next uh, BSH radio, whenever the hell that's going to be, because our recording schedule has been nuts with the Flyers playing a bunch of Wednesdays, a bunch of holidays falling on Wednesdays. But Fear not, we will get back to our regular recording schedule. And while we're talking about schedules, let's look ahead at the Flyers one. It's not getting any easier anytime soon. Uh, like I said, on Saturday at 8, they're in Arizona, off Sunday, Monday. Then they have Carolina on Tuesday. They're in Carolina to finish up the road trip. And then, of course, the very next night they return home. And, yeah, okay, let's ease back into this thing. No! Let us not ease back into this thing. It is the Washington Capitals on Wednesday. That's a 7.30 p.m. drop. And if you're looking for anywhere to watch any of those games, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, is the place to watch the Flyers. It's really the place to watch any game, especially hockey, because the owner, Timmy Fitz, is a huge hockey fan. You might be talking to him for 20 minutes at the bar just 
shooting the shit, and then realize, oh, wow, this guy owns the place. He's that big of a fan, loves talking hockey, uh, and their whole staff is awesome, all the bartenders, all the servers. It is a great place to watch a hockey game. I say this all the time, but they've got a slap shot poster on the wall in the men's bathroom. Now, that sets the tone for a great night of watching hockey. When you go in there and look at Paul Newman's beautiful face and say, yep, this is a place to watch a hockey game. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, and that is the schedule coming up. Uh, let's take a couple more comments and then call it a night because I am fucking tired, fam. Uh, road struggles are killing this team. Need to figure it out. Yeah, this is um, on the ice. This is their first real adversity they'd faced, I'd say. They went through a little bit of a stretch in December, but they got it figured out when they came home. This and obviously the Limblom stuff, but that's off the ice. I'm leaving that out of this discussion. I'm just saying on the ice, I think right now for the first time this season, they're facing some true adversity. So this is when with a couple games left on the trip and then you're coming back home and you're playing some good teams at home when you're back. I know I just looked at the schedule. They have the Caps on Wednesday when they come home, but then the Lightning, then Boston, then St. Louis. Uh, so this is um, this is a really tough schedule. It is up to the leaders of this team, uh, the coach, the captain, the veterans. It is up to all these guys to make sure this thing doesn't snowball and get out of control because that's one of the things we've been talking about. I've mentioned it on almost every post game this year. One of the differences I see with this team is they haven't let things get out of hand. Um, one bad thing goes wrong. Two bad things goes wrong. It doesn't turn into ten bad things. You know, and that has been the case for you know, the last several seasons. Um, we're in that situation right now. Things are not going the Flyers' way, and every team slumps. Every single team in the league slumps. It happens, but your slumps can't turn into, oh, wow, we've lost, you know, 13 out of 16. Like It can't turn into that, and that's, you know, very extreme. I'm just saying... Yeah, they have to figure this thing out. They especially have to figure this thing out on the road. They have some really good teams coming up, even at home games. So it is now up to Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, Ivan Provorov, Jake Voracek, Elaine Vigneault, Kevin Hayes to figure this thing the fuck out because I really don't want to cover a bad team anymore. I really, really thought this was the turning point this year. would love to see them uh, get this straightened out, and it's just – a couple of weeks from now, a bump we look back on. To brighten everyone's mood, we almost have we have almost an identical record to the Lightning right now. Well, yeah, the Lightning. Oof. Yeah, plus minus is a bad stat, Kev. Like it doesn't matter. Like that has nothing to do with anything. Don't look at plus minus. It's a dumb stat. Don't worry about it. If they win the next two games, it's still been a rough road trip. Oh yeah, and this is. Uh, salvaging the road trip, when you get blown the fuck out by L.A., I don't care if they went 5-1 and one on this road trip. It's a bad road trip. Uh, it's it's now just about the overall mood, uh, the overall just atmosphere of this team. It's about making sure this thing doesn't go south the way we've seen it go south in the past. Um, it, it's... I'm trying to look something up as I'm as I'm doing this. It's it's more about I don't want to say salvaging the season because like they're not gonna I don't think they're gonna blow the entire season in the next six games or whatever. But it, you really don't want to see um, 
you you really don't want to see this thing turn into like a, a long, uh, just a, a long span of bad hockey because it just puts a sour taste in everyone's mouth. All the hard work you did through the first half of the season just goes out the window, and suddenly everything about this team becomes toxic again. So I, you know, it's just. It's uh, they're in a tough they're in a tough spot right now. Like, like we said, you know, the injuries, the the lack of the the depth you thought you had isn't quite there the way it was earlier in the year. This is going to be in a, a tough spot to work out of. But I very much still believe in the leadership group here, beginning with the coach. Uh, they have some things to figure out. Um, you know, the goalies obviously can play better. Not really putting anything on the goalies. Um. Last couple nights, but when you give up you know, 10 or whatever it is goals in a few games, you don't, it's not like they're playing out of their minds. I'll say Carter Hart rebounded really nicely in the third uh, on uh, tonight, but that's, uh, that's really it. Uh, I'm not going to compliment the goalies, even though I don't think they've been bad. All right, guys, I think, um, I think we're going to wrap it up right there. Uh, thank you all for hanging out. Thanks for joining me on this one. It is a late night. It's just about 1.30 a.m. here on the eastern coast of the United States. So we're going to call it a night. Uh, we'll be back with BSH Radio at some point, I'm sure. The uh, the podcast isn't over, hasn't died. Uh, we'll, we'll figure something out with our recording schedule and everything. I think Charlie's still out. I don't know. We'll figure it all out. I promise you that. So thanks for hanging out. Thanks for doing the Thanks for being up late with me. I know this was a bummer of a game. I wanted to go to bed in the middle of it. At least, you know, they made it interesting at the end, but also frustrating when you fail on a six-on-three. I'm still, I'm still baffled by that. I'm still baffled by that six-on-three. But nevertheless, thank you all for hanging out. I will be back for the, uh, for the Arizona game on Saturday. I'll be here doing the post game. So that's it. Um, have a great week, everybody.